Hello, how are you? I am delighted to say that following 12 months or so of COVID-19 lockdowns, things are getting better for 2021. Theatre and live entertainment is returning and of course here at Curve the doors are reopening again to welcome back the fabulous audiences and the Curve supporters. With that comes the return of the podcast, Curve in Conversation. And I'm also delighted to say that my name is Martin Ballard and I will be the new host. In each episode I'll be speaking with the people who make up Team Curve from those who work behind the scenes to performers who star in the shows as well as associate and breakthrough artists. Now in this episode, as you can hear, Team Curve is preparing for the season preview. We're going to meet some of the performers, those involved with tonight's show and of course they'll all be involved in the forthcoming season. Now the final rehearsal is taking place just through these doors so let's go inside and see what's happening. One of the hosts of the evening, the preview for the whole season is Matt Hemley from the Stage Newspaper. Matt, how does it feel to be back in a theatre first of all? It's amazing, especially amazing to be back in this theatre, which I've got such an affection for and I love it and it's been such a long time and obviously we know how hard theatres have been hit and it's been a year and more since they've opened their doors, so it just feels really special. And it's so special to have audiences coming back in as well, it's just it's a brilliant feeling. Do you know, the last time you were here, you had a photograph taken and I think it's still your profile picture <laughs> on Twitter, isn't it? certainly is I'll never ever forget that night Gloria Estefan obviously that was a really special season launch and then she came on and I'd met her a few times and we had a selfie on stage and I'm never getting rid of that selfie because it's a dream yeah I love it and that was a great night so what have you made of the season that the curve have got ahead now brilliant I mean I'm, I'm so looking forward to all of it I'm looking forward to Rent I'm looking forward to the Andrew Lloyd Webber concert which I think will be brilliant because I love so many of those songs the Amdrams you know something brand new it's, it's such a good mix with all the dance and Matthew Bourne and the touring productions I just think it's going to be so exciting for audiences um, who have been starved of content for like more than 12 months you know just it's going to be amazing and the atmosphere is going to be electric so I recommend everyone gets booking and a quick word for Curve because obviously it's been a challenging time for theatres up and down the country but you know, Chris Stafford, Nikolai Foster have done a fantastic job while the theatre's been closed to engage with its audience in every way that it can. And of course, at the top of the tree, Sunset Boulevard in the colour purple. But there was much more than that. Yeah, they have done an amazing job. They are a dream team. And I take my hat off to them because, you know, it's so hard to keep positive and, and keep that kind of momentum going when things are closed and you're not knowing when you're going to open those doors again but Sunset Boulevard was absolutely amazing I thought it was so innovative and so special I sat there and weeped when I watched it because I loved the show anyway but just the way they used the auditorium was fantastic so I take my hats off my, my hats I've got more than one I take my, <laughs> I take my hats off to them They're, I take my hat off to them they're a brilliant team and it's great to see you back in Leicester have yeah, fun tonight thank you very much I'm looking forward to it to ensure you can safely enjoy a return to Curve, the theatre has implemented a number of COVID-safe measures. That includes a one-way system, increased ventilation, additional cleaning, temperature checks and allocated entry times to the building. David Ross is the Head of Operations and Hospitality. Yeah, we're uh, trying new technology. Uh, we're using an app to encourage customers to pre-order their drinks before they come to the theatre both for pre-show drinks and for interval drinks. And the luxury is then that they actually have their drinks delivered to their seat, so there's no queuing at the bar. Uh, 
obviously that's not a sustainable thing moving forward because we've got a lot of staff in to make this happen so when social distancing ends we'll uh, revert back to what we did before but if the app is really successful for us we may do a bit of a hybrid and actually have drinks on seat when people arrive and people can queue at the bar as well or it might be a click and collect something like that yeah. so yeah we've uh, had to think about a lot about how we've had to do it I think we're only one of a very few theatres who is delivering to seat. And what about the other things that the audiences can expect when they come? Because obviously the, the preview is in the round, mm-hmm. every part of the theatre is zoned, yes. um, and that has its own problems, but your staff again are guiding the audience through that. Absolutely. So customers arrive uh, to either the blue zone or the red zone, and we've bubbled our team to reflect that as well. So all of the ushers and all of the hospitality team are working in the zones so a separate team in the blue zone and a separate team in the red zone so we're trying to make it as safe as we possibly can for both the customers and for our staff as well but yeah there's the two separate arrivals uh, one-way system around the foyer to get into the auditorium and therefore a one-way system to get out of the auditorium as well so yes we've done everything that we possibly can think of to make it as safe and as uh, certain for people as it can possibly be. What's it going to be like tonight? How are you going to feel when you open the doors and the audience starts to come in again? (laughs) Uh, After 14 months, Martin, I can tell you it is the best feeling ever. The evening's performers included Curve Associates' Sheep Soup. Celebrated dancer, choreographer and Curve Associate artist Akasha Dedra previewed his performance of Rising. I think in life one has to expect the unexpected. So I think this year has really taught us a lot. And I think what's really important is that as humanity, we've managed to stand together. And I think that circle that we've created of strength and positivity is what's most important this year. Rising is a piece you've performed for 10 years now. Can you give us a flavor of how it's developed over that time? I've got more gray hair and I have a beard. If you look on that picture up there, (laughs) there's no beard. So it's, of course, um, it developed over 10 years. I've performed it over 400 times around the globe. And um, what's really interesting is I've started rehearsing and right now I'm going back to rehearsal. And um, it's almost like relearning the piece again. So um, I feel like this time I come back with Rising, it will be with more experience of life and um, just a new sort of vision and a new flavour so how, how have you had to adapt it for the stage in this space? We'll have to see how I adapt it on the day. Okay. <laughs> so I think that's important. What's really important is whether the show is frontal or 360, the energy for me is 360. So it's about the space, the relationship of the body to the space, and the relationship of the space to the body. In that, I hope to connect to people, and that's most important for me, to be able to connect to people, real people in the space, whether they're behind me or in front of me. What's the future hold for you at the moment? I think for the past 12 years or so, we've just been touring around the world. So it's been 48 countries in six months and it was always a hamster wheel. But now this is a time for us to tend to our own back garden. And I feel this sort of self-love and self-care to the community, to the people of Leicester is what's important. So a lot of our work is gonna be connecting to home. And I think that's the most important thing, to really connect to people who are around me and who've really been through a lot. And that 
is what the priority of the company is. Next on stage to talk to hosts Matt Hemley and Gita Penze was Paulette Brooks, CEO and Artistic Director of the Arts and Heritage Organisation Serendipity. We were due to open last year here, which would have been our 10th birthday, and we were the first company to go online with the festival. So this year, our 11th birthday, we were back in Curve, as Chris has just said, and really um, a lot of the artists were so privileged to be on this stage in this configuration. It was just uh, mind-blowing for them. So we uh, live-streamed from here, which was fantastic, and um, we continue, uh, say it's our 11th year here, to build the programme. Can you give us a flavour of what we can still expect? Well, we've, um, when we launched, we launched with an online exhibition um, by an artist called Jean-Leon Destinay, and um, that's going to now be open to the public to be able to come to the curve and see that. Uh, the artist is Haitian. What we did with that, we had to get all the artifacts because it's original pieces upstairs in the curve um, that we got from this artist. So it's original photography, it's the original um, uh, handbills. He was very, very instrumental in the development of dance. So he worked with people, for those that know their ballet, he worked with um, George Balanchine, he worked with Catherine Dunham, uh, we had La Balinegro, which was the first black, all black ballet company in the UK in the 40s. So he's been really instrumental in that. We've also done it alongside working with um, a poet who's now passed away um, called Louise Bennett. And she did a poem called Colonization in Reverse. And so when you step into the theater, you'll see the poem, it's on the floor, and it takes you on a journey to the mezzanine to the exhibition. The work of Caribbean artists and their influence in dance per se is unknown. And um, they have a really, really important role to play. And so when I talk about, everyone talks about ballet and they talk about uh, Balanchine, but artists like that was influenced by people like Destiny. And I think that's really, really important. In 1952, um, his uh, performance, Witch Doctor, his film, which is a nine minute film, won the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and the Vienna Film Festival. And we're showing that in the exhibition as well. But we've also recreated that with a contemporary company, so you see what it was like in 52, and how does that movement and how does that dance look now? So we've done that again. And I think it's really important to remember and to see those touch points that we have um, as artists. And so I think, um, I think uh, his work is really, really relevant, and you can see the step changes that has happened over time. Can you give us a flavour of what else you've got coming up in the next year and beyond? some other things you're working on? Well, we've got some masterclasses here. With, um, we've got Dolly Henry, who's going to do jazz, and we've got John Z. D. who's going to do hip-hop. Um, but what we're most proud of and it was, uh, uh, is that we're going to be doing next year, um, for the festival, we've got, we've got Ballet Hispanico, and it will be their first time in the UK in, I think, 50 years, wow. and they will be here. There are lots of shows to excite musical theatre lovers over the next 12 months or so. Kiss today, goodbye. The sweetness and the sorrow. Wish me luck, the same too. I won't regret what I did for love, what I did for love. 
Melanie LeBarry singing What I Did For Love from the Christmas musical A Chorus Line. But there's also Mamma Mia, Tell Me On A Sunday and Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Katie Lamb and Alex Parker talked about their new musical comedy Amdram, which is at Curve from the 27th to the 29th of May. And Laura Pitt-Pulford performed a song from the show. I see it all now From opening to bow is the second number in the show um, so so as Alex said there's kind of this opening number where they announce the next show and as I was saying earlier there's a newcomer to the society so this is that newcomer uh, Laura's character Rose uh, and Rose trained so you know she she was a professional actress for a while and like so many people do you know she took a bit of a backseat to have a family but you know her children are a little bit older now and, and she's ready to to reclaim her natural place on the stage, which is going to ruffle a few feathers in the rest of the society. It's set in the Great Osterford North Amateur Dramatic Society, or GONADS for short, uh, which is full of a lot of very large personalities, but you know, it's a long established society. Everybody kind of knows their order, knows the order of things and knows where they belong. And a newcomer arrives and kind of throws everything into, into hilarious disarray. But it's very warm and it's, it's done with a lot of heart. It's a very affectionate show. Let me just tell you who's in it. Jamie Dee, Laura Pitt-Fulford, Raj Gattat, Debbie Chazen, Sharon Fall, Jordan Lee Davis and Wendy Ferguson. And that's quite a lineup of people that you've got in the show and it must be so much fun to put it together. It's really fun, we did, I walked into a rehearsal this morning and Janie D was galloping round in our markup of the circle, um, the, the round for her number in the show, which was a true taste of what's to come. The most important thing I think about Amdram is that it's about friendship and community and the, we're friends with this company in real life as well, so there's so much of our relationships 
in real life, I think, that is being kind of brought to the room. There's so many full circle moments. Sharon, I went to university with Sharon. Janie D and I have known each other for a long time. Laura, we've known each other for a long time. You know, and so I think their brilliance and their spirit is what is helping make this so special. I think it feels it's a very warm feeling in the room. And of course, so many of us, although we're professionals, if that's what you want to call it, I don't really believe in all of that kind of divide, but we all started in an Amdram. And so, so much of it's, it's, as Katie said, it's our love letter to it. And all of us are sort of remember, we keep talking about all our wonderful memories from kind of growing up or the theatre that we were involved with at home. And um, it, it's, just, it's just pure joy doing it with this group of people. And everybody is bringing so much to it. So we're very excited to be together doing it, yeah. There's a real poignancy, I think, to being part of the reopening of Curve with a show like this, which is such a celebration of, of theatre and why people do it at all and, and how much people love it and, and do it out of a sense of love and belonging and, and community. Community is the key, I think, with this whole thing. And, you know, the opening number of the show is this Amdram Society. They've had their six months off from their last show and they're coming back to begin the audition process for their new show. So I think that kind of spirit of where we are in the world at the moment. And I think also that the general feel amongst theatre and community has gone back to those kind of roots in the last year because we've all been at home, which is where we all sort of began doing it. And we've had to be a community, whether it be online and all of that, in perhaps a much more amateurish way and sort of pure way which i think is yeah it's very grassroots yeah yeah and that's not all the musical theater there's greece the eagerly anticipated six everybody's talking about jamie and priscilla queen of the desert amongst others you can find out more details on these and many others at curveonline.co.uk There are also concert productions to look forward to. This is Jessica Daly singing the title song from Love Never Dies. is Tim Rogers singing Gethsemane from Jesus Christ Superstar. Both songs will feature in a concert production of the music of Andrew Lloyd Webber, featuring music and memories from his extraordinary life and career. Directed, of course, by Curve Artistic Director Nikolai Foster. Nikolai also directs a Made at Curve concert production of Jonathan Larson's era-defining Tony and Pulitzer Prize-winning rock musical Rent. Minutes. 500 
25,000 moments so dear 525,600 minutes How do you measure, measure a year In daylights, in sunsets, in midnights In cups of coffee, in inches Well, no stranger to Curve and performing here for the season preview tonight, Emma Williams, welcome back. Thank you very much. It's lovely to be back. How does it feel to be back in the theatre again? Do you know what? It's amazing, but it actually feels really weird. It's been so long since being in sort of a proper theatre. I've, I've performed once or twice since uh, the pandemic, and, but they've always been an empty theatre. So to be in front of an audience tonight is going to be amazing and a bit scary. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously being a challenging time, you kept yourself busy. I guess for both of you, it's nice to be at home with, and be parents because you've got an 18 month old daughter, but you've also, a bit of a plug, got a novel on the way, haven't you? Uh, I do, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm editing at the moment and uh, putting my novel out to agents actually very, very soon. So yeah, so that's been that's been keeping me busy in my, in my spare time, but parenting seems to keep most of my free time very, very busy. <laughs> so this will be the first time you'll be able to see the whites of any audience's eye that must be an amazing thing to look forward to i hadn't thought about it till that moment that's really scary (laughs) (laughs) oh no it is going to be incredible we forget about the fact that so much of performance is about the audience is about who we're performing to and to actually get that proper connection for the first time in over a year will be an amazing moment I, I can't guarantee I won't cry actually thinking about it now <laughs> and what about this theatre what does it mean to you being back at Curve means an awful lot I mean I did Officer and a Gentleman here two years ago I was on White Christmas here with my husband and just before we were fell pregnant actually so um, that's amazing and uh and to be back here in this new format is quite eye-opening. It works amazingly in, in this space with the round and, uh, and the revolves. So to try and do something different in a new space is, is uh, quite an experience. And I'm so grateful to be back in Leicester. And you're singing a fantastic song from Rent. And you are revolving. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> Hopefully very, very slowly so I don't get too dizzy. <laughs> and what about after this? What's the next year or so got, got in store for you? Oh God, who knows? Who knows knows right now? Everything's starting to come back. Auditions are starting to happen again and and, uh, and those meetings and, and things are kind of getting into the uh, into the works, into the pipeline. We've got a couple of potential projects, but nothing that's officially signed yet. So once I have, you'll be the first to know. Enjoy the show. Thank you. At the end of a very successful evening, hosted by Matt Hemley and arts journalist Gita Penze, the audience safely left the building and I caught up for a socially distanced chat with Chief Executive at Curve, Chris Stafford. Chris... First of all, how do you feel? The doors are open again, the public are back in, and the first performance has ended. I feel really, really elated. Tonight has been such a special, special night for this theatre. Um, I feel really emotional seeing the team of colleagues that I work with doing what they do brilliantly. I feel really emotional because the theatre that we've really fought for its survival is now opening and there, there really is a future. And I feel really emotional by, by having artists back on our stage and audiences and artists together and seeing this incredible audience return is yeah it's it tonight's been a very very special night after 14 months 14 really challenging months the performances the artists the shows that people come to see here absolutely agree with you but do you know what i think there is a real sense of community around this venue isn't there and that has been missing for 14 months it really has been missing. This theatre, I was saying tonight, it's a spectacular, state-of-the-art theatre. 
It's wonderful. Actually, what makes Curve Curve are people. Mm. The team here, our audiences, our artists, our learners, participants, our communities. And so we've been not we've not been curved for 14 months we've been a theatre we've been a closed theatre tonight we're, cur- we're we are curved once more and the support and just when we came on stage you know to have have that round of applause of just people who who are so passionate and care about this place yeah. and in terms of your team you mentioned your team I think everybody I've spoken to today has been so impressed with the way that the organisation has been done, um, the support that people have had from your staff, the help, the guidance. It's just wonderful, isn't it? The team here have done a remarkable job. This has been months and months in the planning. Um, ways in which to ensure that audiences feel safe and you know there's lots of safety measures we've got in from social distancing through to thermal cameras one-way systems that seat hospitality ventilation all of that the team have worked really really hard for tonight and what's been really joyous is seeing all of their hard work pay off and I know I don't just feel it but I know Everyone who came through these doors tonight felt safe at Curve. And the safety of our audiences, our, everyone who's here, our staff teams, our, the artists, participants, safety comes first. And I know everyone felt and feels really safe at Curve. I think as well there's been a vote of confidence in the arts generally by local and national government. And that's clear here because you've mentioned several times the support you've had from Leicester City Council, from the, the government, from you know lots of different people. Absolutely. I mean, this theatre would not be open. It would not be here. We would not be celebrating reopening if it wasn't for the support of Leicester City Council. We're really lucky in Leicester. We have a council who believes in arts and culture and, and puts their money where their mouth is. And long may that continue. We have Arts Council England and the support that we've received from Arts Council England. Again, they've continued to support a theatre, even though we've not been able to do what we're funded to do because of the pandemic. And then, of course, we've had the intervention of the Culture Recovery Fund. So all of those those strands of funding, as well as the job retention scheme, has kept this place going. But we are so fortunate that we have the backing of public funders in the arts who who believe in the power of what the arts can do and believe the role that theatres like Curve can play in our towns and cities right across the country and they've kept they've stayed behind us and and long may that continue well I'll tell you one thing after tonight as well there will be no lack of support from the local community in booking tickets I am sure and you know what I was thinking tonight you talked about so many different shows but in in real terms You only really scratched the surface because there is so much more going on here. There is so much more going on here. We, I think we probably mentioned about 20 shows tonight. I could sit <laughs> here for half an hour, literally, the show after show after show, and it's so exciting. And I do, one of the things that Nikolai, have all, Nikolai and I have always wanted to do is, is anyone in this city could pick up a brochure and there's something that they would want to go and see. They may not want to see it all, mm. but there's something for everyone. And I really, truly believe there's something for everyone in the programme we've got lined up and we just want people to come back and we want people to come back and come back into our city and come and support Leicester and Leicester reopening our city has been really really badly impacted on by this pandemic and I would argue more than any other city or town in the country and let's get back into our city and let's support our city and do you know what we haven't mentioned Matt Hemley 
we've not mentioned Matthew Henley from the stage, <laughs> who has been one of the biggest supporters of theatre over the last 14 months and he has been lobbying and fighting the good fight with us all on the front line and we are blessed that we're supported by great people like He Matt. is an incredible advocate of this place, he is. And um, great job by Matt and Gita tonight. Well done, Chris. It's great to see the doors open again and we can't wait to be back for the next show. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm afraid that's about all we have time for on this episode of Curving Conversation. Thank you so much for listening. A quick get well soon message to Curve Artistic Director Nikolai Foster. And remember to subscribe to the podcast through your favourite app or go to curveonline.co.uk. And I hope you can join me next time for more Curving Conversation.